Well, aloha from Maui, Hawaii. Good morning. Good afternoon to the mainland. It's 1 o'clock on the west coast, 4 in the east. And good evening to our friends in England and Europe. I appreciate you being here. It is the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School for the next 25 minutes. And then the premium training for those who have enrolled uh, about 30 minutes from now where we go in-depth. So we got a little something for everybody here. We'll do a meditation in this intro, this abbreviated version. And, um, of course, uh, a little longer meditation as well as the in-depth instruction in the premium training to follow about a half hour from now. Today's topic is the dweller on the threshold. We're continuing with our exploration of theosophy. And a couple of weeks ago when we began this, we talked a little bit about small t theosophy going back to the 13th century and the Rhineland mystics in the area now that is Austria, Bavaria, Germany, and uh, their particular approach to Christianity that was mystical. And what mystical usually means is a search for a personal experience of spirituality or a personal experience of divinity, uh, a desire to unite and experience the energy, the, the chi, the ki, uh, the prana, uh, kundalini, alan vital, Holy Spirit, whatever you want to call it. Some people simply call it love or love and light. But of course, the Catholic Church and later the Protestants, generally speaking, have always resisted these movements, whether it's the Gnostics of the second century or the Cathars in the southern areas of France and elsewhere in Europe, or just the mystical movements within the church, like the Rhineland mystics of the 13th and 14th and 15th century, because if you can have a personal experience, you don't really need religion. And even today, that's the discussion and that's the debate as people leave formal churches and yet describe themselves as spiritual. We've talked about this. Uh, so theosophy really goes back many hundreds of years, although, as we talked about in past week's capital T, theosophy is usually a reference to an organization founded in the late 19th century in the United States, in New York State, by a Russian mystic named Helena P. Blavatsky. We'll talk today a little about Blavatsky, but mostly about her best-known student, and that would be Alice A. Bailey. She wrote, like Blavatsky, on this topic, The Dweller on the Threshold, as did Rudolf Steiner. We'll talk a little about him Elizabeth Levy, who some of you may know from the Order of the Golden Dawn, and also Dion Fortune. Uh, this phrase, dweller on the threshold, is a phrase that means different things to different people, 
and yet we'll give you sort of an overview of it today. I'd also like to mention the um, question uh, feature in this webinar. We haven't done this since going to the new format because I'm sort of trying to get used to doing just 35 or 25 minutes since at half past the hour we go over to the premium training. In fact, I haven't been using the questions or the telephone in either this free forum or the premium training, and I'd like to open that up little by little and bit by bit. So if you have a question, you'll notice on the web page in front of you in the upper left a button that says Ask a Question. That actually, depending on how your browser is set up, the question box in the lower left should be there. And then if you click on Ask a Question in the upper left, that'll open and close that box. It'll toggle it. Uh, so just ask your question. Uh, do your best to keep it concise and to the point. Add your name and your city and be sure and click on Submit. And I'll go to those. And even if I don't get a chance to address those during the class today, uh, I'll have access to them and be able to talk about it in the future. If you have a suggestion for a topic, for example, as we move from theosophy into other areas of personal and spiritual growth. And if you go to our website, theagelesswisdom.com, and click on webinars and then free forum, you can scroll down through the archive to over 180 past classes and get a sense of the wide variety of topics that we cover and maybe find something in there that, hey, Michael, you haven't talked about this in months or years. Why don't you do a class on uh, oh, lifting yourself out of depression, for example, or, or anxiety disorders, uh, uh, relationships and how to improve communication. Uh, as you know, if you've been with us for a while, we have many, many areas that we can talk about in this field of human potential, personal and spiritual development, uh, self-realization, and self-initiated growth. It's a, a huge field. I guess what ties it all together is the meditation, and we will do different meditations every week. Uh, again, a short one in this class, and then a longer meditation in the uh, premium training to follow. And also a reminder, if you're not yet enrolled for today's premium training, you can do that in about a minute, literally 60 seconds or less, at the w's.theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars, and then premium training. And with your ATM card, you can sign up. It's only $6.95. And if you enroll for a term or a year, you get a really nice discount, um, as little as $3 and change when you enroll for a year. And that's our most popular program. So uh, hope you get a chance to do that. Some people test it out just one week at a time. <laughs> and then, you know, come in little by little, like you're weighed into a cold swimming pool. I don't know about this. Is this right for me? Is 
Is this what I'm looking for? Well, it's non-denominational. My background is that of a journalist. I'm not a guru. There's nothing for you to join here. Uh, we're not a movement. We're certainly not a cult. Uh, I'm a reporter. I'm a news guy who's fascinated by philosophy and psychology, especially transpersonal psychology and, and personal and spiritual development. So we embrace it all. We love it all. It's a comparative view, as you know, if you've been here more than a handful of times. Well, let's talk a little about this dweller on the threshold idea. There was a uh, really cool movie that came out a few years ago uh, based on the Robert Johnson blues song, Crossroads. And if you're old enough, you may remember in the late 60s, Eric Clapton and Cream did an album that featured an incredible version of Crossroads by Robert Johnson. Crossroads, or the neck of the hourglass, is another way of referring to the dweller on the threshold. The dweller is a very important concept because it suggests that there is a stage in our lives or in our series of reincarnated lives, but you don't even have to believe in reincarnation if you just consider if this is the only shot you have, the possibility that there will be a crossroads in your life. There will be a time when you realize that you have been the dweller on the threshold, that you've come to this threshold or doorway, and now you're resisting, stepping through the doorway, taking the initiation in an informal way, not through any group or organization, but a self-initiated spiritual initiation, you know, self-initiated. You're the initiate, and <laughs> you initiate the action, you initiate yourself by stepping through the doorway and making certain commitments to being the kind of person that you would like to see populating the world that, as Gandhi said, you be the change you wish to see in the world. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to become all pious and, uh, you know, never let a curse word slip or uh, become celibate uh, or join a monastery or, you know, live in a cave in the Himalayas or the Sierras or the Rockies or something. It's about adopting a spiritual path and committing yourself to a daily practice that includes, I believe, three things. Number one, study. Coming to classes like this, whether on the Internet or in your neighborhood, reading inspirational literature, um, joining salons or study groups, talking to your friends uh, about what you're reading and what you're coming to understand. Secondly, a practice of meditation. What type of meditation you do is up to you. I suggest you study as many different kinds of meditation as possible and practice 
the ones that work best for you. Uh, we'll offer various approaches to meditation here, but you don't have to limit yourself to any particular school of meditation. I really believe that the age of the guru has passed, and being given a particular mantra or meditation is is really archaic and becoming quickly obsolete. It's time for us in this era that we're moving into to recognize that while we'll always need spiritual teachers, women and men who instruct us, that the kingdom is within us and the master is within us. And we can develop our intuition to the point that by stilling the body and calming the emotions and quieting our thoughts, we can receive and perceive that spiritual guidance. We can develop and enhance our ability to have what Oprah calls an aha experience, uh, the eureka illumination of the Greeks. And these revelations come through with a thundering sense of confirmation. Sometimes it's the dawning of a new idea, but often is not. You are just hit with an understanding that is so profoundly simple, yet complete, and still enlightening. The biggest revelations I've had in understanding myself as a spiritual being are things that my mind would say, well, you already know that. And yet my spiritual nature is saying, yeah, but never in such a big, complete way. And that's one of the amazing things about intuitive revelation is that the knowledge increases, but often it's around the simplest concepts. And it's like, all the little bits and pieces in between are now fleshed out. And you get this big, solid picture of understanding about yourself, your relationship to other life forms, human, animal, plant, mineral, and the purpose of the whole universe. It starts making sense. Oh, yeah, I remember now. We're here to grow. We're here to learn. We're here to understand we're here to evolve. Now, if you are listening to a class like this, I can, I can pretty definitively say you are standing at the threshold. You are at the crossroads. You are at the neck of the hourglass. You are ready to step through and release the part of you that is the dweller. Simply said, the egoic, nature, the small part of you that thinks of you as a separate person, what Jung would call the shadow side, what in religion is represented in Christianity anyway by the temptation of the Christ. How is it that even a master like Jesus comes into incarnation and is tempted by what's often described as the devil, but what a more advanced spiritual student understands is our own ego. The evil, the devil, 
personified evil is egoic in nature. It's the selfish self. It's the separated self whose job it is to survive in a world of separated forms, especially the laws of the jungle when we were at each other's throats, but we're evolving, we're growing, we're gradually, little by little, certainly not fast enough for many of us, but little by little we're becoming more civilized, more evolved, and we don't need this survival mechanism that's always got your back, that's always looking at somebody else as if they're out to get you. We're moving from a history of, of human evolution where we've been motivated by fear, trying to avoid danger, and now moving toward what we do want, motivated by love. And this is a very exciting tipping point. And it's predicted in Revelation. It's called the Second Coming. It's called the New Age. It's called the New World. But some people say, well, my version of the New World is a good thing. And your version of the New World Order is a bad thing. And the New Age is good if you have certain values, but bad if you're more orthodox and well, let's just focus on new and better uh, with less war, no war. We abolish slavery, we can abolish war. We can abolish hunger. I think if you want to consider what do I need to do to release being the dweller, uh, to take the right path at the crossroads, to step through that threshold, how about dedicating yourself to doing whatever you can for social justice like the people who are occupying Wall Street now there are so many issues that it's not even about issues people especially the media wants to know what are the demands of the people occupying Wall Street well their demands are demands of conscience they're spiritual not political and the list would be really too long to enumerate. But if you want to start a list, wouldn't ending war and abolishing hunger be pretty much at the top? And providing health care for people and making sure the banks don't steal people's houses and set up these mortgage fraudulent schemes and that we have environmental protection and safety in the workplace and uh, so on and so forth. Basic fairness, right? And all we have to do is look at the religious masters, how anybody could call themselves, for example, a Christian and oppose health care <laughs> or, uh, you know, uh, unemployment for, for, for the working poor and, and those that are not working and can't seem to find work in this economy because our jobs have been shipped overseas. I don't know how uh, a right-wing Christian can reconcile their politics and their religion. Uh, I think they're not reading the book. I think they're listening to the right-wing preacher and not reading the Gospels, you know, about the meek inheriting the earth and blessed are the poor and the humble and 
and uh, however you treat the least of my brethren, that's the way you treat me. So to care about the poor, to care about social justice, and feeding hungry people, and housing homeless people, and my God, stopping the wars, uh, the, the, the revolutions from this point have to be nonviolent revolutions. That's certainly part of what it means to cross over through the threshold and release the part of you that is the dweller and confront what in esoteric um, in esoteric philosophies is either called the guardian of the threshold, this is Rudolf Steiner's term, or in theosophy, capital T theosophy, the angel of the present. And this would be your higher nature, your your own soul. The church calls it a guardian angel, but it's really you. <laughs> the angel of the, of the presence is you. And so we have these polarities. We have an ego nature that is interested only in the self, regardless of other people and the consequences of your behavior. And then you have this indwelling and overshadowing soul, this this embodiment of, of love and light. And the crossroads is about which way you're going to go. You're going to continue to dwell on the threshold here, caring mostly about money and stuff and status and prestige and you know, consuming and purchasing and buying and acquiring and impressing other people and, and living this life that is oblivious to your own personal growth and your responsibility to your neighbors and your friends and that family that is humanity or are we going to cross over through the threshold and become the higher self the soul or if you will the the angel of the presence and um we got a few people that are just saying hi, and I appreciate that. Uh, in Orange County, California, Valerie says hi, and thanks for being here for us dwellers. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. Well, that's me too. I mean, it, you know, I'm no saint. I haven't, don't know that I've completely crossed over. This is not a I'm better than you are thing. We're all the seeker, you know, the person on the path. It's a wonderful stage in our lives when we begin to look at how can I accelerate or amplify this process. Uh, Davidson Smith in Panama City Beach, Florida, is with us today. Says aloha, Michael. Big fan. Thanks for sharing your life with all of us. He says occasionally during different shows, you mention uh, energies. Uh, ohms and voltages and amperages, intensity, magnetism, and how they relate to spirituality. And he suggested we do a class comparing electricity and magnetism to spirituality. I'd love to do that, Davidson, and that's a very, very good idea and a great suggestion. I have learned an enormous amount about practical, about applying spiritual principles in my life from my understanding of basic electronics. 
and uh, I've been an amateur radio operator since I was a teenager, and love it. The whole magic. That's how I got into commercial radio. There's just so much magic. Well, again, time is flying here, and we got to jump to the premium training. Hopefully you'll join us. Again, if you're not yet enrolled, go to theagelesswisdom.com. The W's dot theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars and then premium training, and you can sign up with your bank card there. Uh, I'd like to do just a quick two-minute centering meditation. If you'll close your eyes and relax and sit back and take a couple of nice, slow, deep breaths and Consider there's a big group of people all over the world that's listening to us live right now. Many others will listen by podcast later in the day and in the week. And I'd like you to enter the group simply by forming an intention to align your will with the will of the group. To align your intention and your imagination with the aspirations of women and men like yourselves who long to see a world of peace and justice and are willing to be the elements, the messengers, the medium through which those energies are transmitted into the world. And you don't even need to know how to do that right now. As you breathe and relax with your eyes closed and allow yourself to settle in even deeper. You consider that the intention is important. And if somebody says, yeah, that's nice, changing the world, making it a better place. But how are you going to do that? You get to say, I'm not sure. But that's my intention. And it begins by me being a better person, kinder, more considerate, more forgiving. It's really that simple. Study, meditate, The third element is mindfulness, which we've talked a lot about recently and we'll revisit again in the future. The dweller on the threshold steps through the threshold when he and she commit to a practice regularly of study of some form of meditation and mindfulness in your daily life and affairs. Take a nice breath, big, slow, inhaling, fill your lungs, hold, and as you exhale, open your eyes, wide awake, alert, back in the room, feeling fine. Hope you'll join us in just a couple of minutes at half past for the premium training, and the URL and the passwords that you need will be on the thank you page, or if you've already enrolled in the email you received. Thanks for being with us. As always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. Aloha from Maui.